Hello, teacher friend. So happy to have you back here for today's episode. I recently had a quote pop up on my phone from Russell Brunson, and he said, I believe entrepreneurship is the greatest form of personal development. Entrepreneurship is the greatest form of personal development. And after almost five years of being an entrepreneur, coming from being a teacher, now a teacherpreneur, edupreneur, I'm here to say I have learned so much about myself as a person. And I want you to experience this without the fear, the anxiety, the doubts, and the unbelief taking over your mindset, taking over your capacity to show up and to serve people and to also live a life of such great fulfillment. So in today's podcast episode, I'm going to be sharing with you the five ways that you can build confidence as an entrepreneur coming out from being a teacher or a parent and having never experienced entrepreneurship. It's new. It's real. It's a new skill set, but it is so, so amazing not just for yourself and your time and your family and how this can really bless the generations to follow, but it can bless you immensely in your own personal life, in your own journey through mindset and spirituality, through your health, through your personal health, through your mental health, through your marriage, through your motherhood, through parenting. You're going to learn so much about yourself when you have the capacity and the freedom and the opportunities to create. So in today's podcast, I'm going to share with you five areas where my life really did change, five areas that I tried to cultivate more information on so that I could continue to live a very well-balanced life while also serving and creating goodness, goodness in our community and goodness for others. So without further ado, let's get into it. Welcome, teacher, to the Let Your Light Shine podcast. If you're searching for the freedom and permission to design the life you love as a teacher, you're in the right place. I'm on a mission to help teachers just like you build their own dream school or homeschooling business. In this present day, the world needs you, teacher friend, to step out in faith and give students an education they love and so deserve. In this podcast, I will teach you how to start a fulfilling and profitable homeschooling business that lights you up. I'm Mackenzie Oliver, former elementary teacher and instructional coach, gone homeschool teacher and business builder. I'm here to empower you to step outside the classroom and choose the experiences, the curriculum, and all the moments that put a smile on your face and your students. Does it seem like a dream? Well, it did to me until God opened the doors and made it reality. Together, we are breaking through fears and moving the crowd. So get out your notebook, sharpen your pencil. It's time to get your teach on. So, so grateful that you're here joining us. I wanted to let you know this is the time for you to be pouring into yourself as we change seasons, as we get ready to head into summer, as we are preparing to build our micro schools. I know Where I sat whenever I first started my micro school and I sat in a place of feeling helpless and feeling as if I needed to do everything on my own at the same time, not knowing how to get help, not knowing what should go first, not knowing what my priorities were. And this is why I'm so passionate about helping teachers who are becoming entrepreneurs, who've already started their micro school, their tutoring business, their preschool. I'm here to help you enjoy the journey. 
This isn't just about growing your school and starting a business and all the business basics. This is about you and your mindset and your motherhood and your freedom and your flexibility and looking at your time and looking what you have the capacity for and creating goals and knowing that you're not alone. I'm so passionate about it. One of the greatest gifts that I'd ever been giving was being an instructional coach in schools. And as much as I love teaching, I also love coaching because I see the fruit. I see the people who sit across from me in our Zoom meetings and they're nervous and they're scared and they've got so many questions. I see some teachers and parents who are excited, but they've got so many doubts and questions that we got to work through. It's my favorite thing to do because I know what it feels like to sit in that seat. And so thank God for people. Thank God that he has given us each other to walk this path together. You can head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. We have our intensive coaching package where we spend five meetings together hashing out all of the processes that you need to start your business. But I also give you check-ins. I email you. I give you assignments and activities to do between the times that we meet. And it's all done based on your experience, based on your vision, and based on where you want to be and your goals. And it's also based on your timeline. I recently just had an incredible coaching session with someone and I said, okay, I'm going to give you one week. I'm giving you six assignments. Can you do it in one week? I'll give you two for a for an extension. I think you got this. And she's like, I can get this done. I feel like in five days, I was like, woohoo, go for it, girl. <laughs> and it's so great to have that accountability. It's great to have that cheerleader in that exciting moment where where you're just you know wrestling through the mud and the weeds and you're trying to get more clarity it's just so great to know that so many teachers and parents are taking the next step into building something that they've always dreamt about building a solution for what they wanted their own children to experience for what they wanted their own self as a teacher to experience so you've got the intensive coaching package for five and many go straight into the deluxe coaching which is a series of multiple multiple meetings where we set together and we work out everything from beginning all the way to launching your micro school and again it's all done on your timeline if you are someone sitting there going, I want my first session, I want to see what this is all about, I want to get my questions answered, I want to know what to prioritize, I want to know what to focus on, I want to know how to balance this, I want to know how to manage my time, I want to know what I should be focusing on, how I'm going to get these students, what are the strategies, then book your session, your clarity session today because the spots are filling up. We love you guys. We want to serve you all. We want to serve you well. But the time of the year is getting crazy as we are heading into May. And I want to make sure that I put you in the book. So head on over to www.teachersletyourlightshine.com slash coaching. And I will look forward to seeing you and being across the screen from you and helping you throughout this incredible opportunity for you, your family, and the people that you serve. In the previous episode, episode 175, I spoke to you about the greatest investment that you could implement into your life. And what is that investment? That investment is in yourself. So head on back to episode 175 and listen to the ways that I describe 
how you can invest in yourself, why it is so important. Take out the guilt, take out the shame, take it all out. What is it that you need to fill your cup on to in order to invest? And for me, I know that whenever I first started this journey, I needed to know more about entrepreneurship. Five years ago, And yes, I had been to school to be a teacher. I felt like I had that in the bag. And I felt like, okay, if I can manage a classroom, I can manage this whole next level of entrepreneurship. And while it has been a wild, fun, crazy ride, there have been moments where I have had to glean on tons of expertise. In the last episode, I talked about the coaches that I've hired. I talked about before I even started a micro school who I had hired to help me. I am always trying to get better at different areas of my life, in my marriage, in my motherhood, in my home, in my time management, in my productivity, in our school, in hiring, all of that. And I'll tell you, the way that I've been able to invest in myself has been through entrepreneurship, without a doubt. It has given me more time freedom and it's given me more financial freedom to be able to continue investing. I'm so grateful for entrepreneurship. I will never go back. I will never go back if uh, if it's up to me to work for somebody else when we are given this incredible capacity to create I love creating I know that you do as well as a mom as a teacher you enjoy creating it's so liberating to know that you are able to create something not just for yourself and your family but for other people and I my dad told me he said once I tasted entrepreneurship I never wanted to go back And my mother-in-law, she had a little glimpse of entrepreneurship in her life. She actually did a little school out of her house multiple, like 30 years ago. And she said, once I tasted that freedom, it was so hard for me to ever go back and work in an office because then she went and became a secretary at a doctor's office. And she said, I just have never been fulfilled like I was when I became an entrepreneur. And she said, man, that money was just rolling in. My husband was a firefighter. It just felt so good. I felt like I was contributing. And then they had moved from Indiana to Florida. And she just went back into working for a doctor. And she said those moments were the greatest moments of her life. Yes, you're going to deal with uncertainty. Yes, you're going to deal with questions and doubts and so many areas that you don't feel like you have the experience in. But I think it's such a blessing to be in entrepreneurship in this day and age because 30 years ago, we did not have access to the tools and the resources that we do now. So with that being said, I will let you know that the five that I'm going to give you today, the five ways that I have found that I've really needed to invest in myself to build the confidence in becoming an entrepreneur, all of these investments gave me more abundance in my life more room in my life in abundance meaning more time more room more peace prosperity more purpose more focus and more opportunities once I started the micro school then I I loved entrepreneurship so much I started teacher light your light shine then my husband was enjoying it so much he started another branch of his business and I tell you it's fun But it can also be lonely and it can also be challenging. I'm here to let you know I'm not the person that you're going to find on a website wearing a suit and tie. One, I'm not a guy, but I'm definitely not one that's going to look like I'm in my business suit. I am able to teach in my socks and my yoga pants on a day-to-day basis, run a school, hire, meet new families, and do it all for more 
time and more money and more joy than I ever would have experienced even being an administrator in a public school or private or wherever else. And so for that, I'm so grateful. And that's why I'm so passionate about other people getting this opportunity. The areas that I felt I really needed to cultivate and I spent time really pouring myself into these areas. I had never done this before as a teacher, but as teachers and as parents, I know that we all enjoy learning and growing. That's why you're listening to this podcast. Number one, what I really began learning about and changing my mindset around and really trying to change my mindset around it. Like I was very intentional. I need to change my mindset around money. Because I believe that as teachers, we have been taught to believe a certain way about money and know that we are servants, we just show up and we give and it doesn't matter about the money, but it does matter about the money when you are trying to create a business because you want to make it profitable so it is sustainable or you won't be able to be an entrepreneur anymore, period, bottom line. So if we don't change our mindset around how we view money, how we look at it and knowing our numbers and knowing if this is going to be profitable for our family and how to make it profitable. We know that it can be profitable, but we've got to believe that. We have to believe it and we've got to put systems in place to make it sustainable and profitable. So one area that I really poured myself into was learning about profit, learning about money, learning about budgeting, learning about how to allocate my funds, learning what to do once we were making well over the amount that we had budgeted for. How was I going to reinvest that money? How was I going to prepare financially for our future? How were we going to expand and rent a location or purchase another location or have enough money set aside to where we could begin hiring? All of that was so important because if I didn't have those systems in place, our business could have failed. It could have totally dwindled or it could have put so much stress and pressure that maybe we were paying so much in overhead in our location or the people that we hired that we weren't making a profit and that is absolutely what we don't want to happen. So I learned about the profit first system. I got around other people who were ahead of me and not necessarily in the micro school realm but in business realm and I started learning about them. I started reading many books about it and I really started working on my mindset. That was number one. Number two, marketing. Oh my goodness. Marketing is is multifaceted. And I think we've got a negative idea of what marketing is because we think it's just sales. And that's what I always thought at least. But marketing is really about your messaging and your messaging to connect with people and how you really, again, I'm not trying to be corny about it, but it's really how you let your light shine. It's through your marketing. It's through your messaging. It's how you reach people. And learning effective strategies in marketing have been very advantageous. And it's something that I was not familiar with. It's something that felt very strange and new and awkward for me. But I also knew that without having a message, people were not going to come and we were not going to be profitable. So with that being said, I learned about marketing. I hired two coaches in marketing and have seen the fruits of the labor when it came to social media and when it came to content creation and podcasting. Actually, I've learned, I've, I've hired three people for marketing. One, just a marketing agency, one with podcasting and one with social media, which is what I teach whenever I am coaching others. And something that I feel very passionate about that doesn't have to feel overwhelming or another thing to do. 
it's going to be something that really can come out naturally and it's the way that you position yourself to share your message. Number three, this was a new one for me, was learning how to hire people and learning that is a skill, to be honest with you. Because hiring someone first began whenever I hired my mother-in-law to come and help me and she was family and it was great. But I realized that there were certain things that I didn't quite crystallize that I wanted our school to have or be or the per that I was mainly hiring for the people that I knew instead of hiring for the position. Now, not that my mother-in-law wasn't incredible because she was absolutely phenomenal. But after that first year, I realized that, okay, I can either keep my mother-in-law on, but she can't work as many hours as what I need her to. So I can either hire her and accommodate her schedule, or I can shift my mindset because I am a people pleaser. I can shift my mindset and say, this is what I need in our business. This is what I'm hiring for. Do you fit that role? And whether they're family or not, you have to do what's best for your business. Otherwise, it will not be sustainable. So that was something hard that I had to learn. My mother-in-law, she's an incredible mentor in my life. I love her so much. She was stretching me. She was she was really pushing me that first year. I got to tell you all, this is like for another time. But she was pushing me. She was telling me, you need to go get a building. This is going to blow up. And I said, I'm not ready for that right now. And so we had a lot of a lot of moments after school of talking about things and her pushing me to do things that I just was not comfortable doing in that moment. And I look back, I'm like, Grandma Val, you are so, you had the vision. And I just was not ready for it yet. Why? Because my mindset was just not there. That's why we need other people to push us. Just sharing my journey with you. You know, I don't want to seem like I'm some big wig who knows everything. No, I am a mother. I'm an entrepreneur. I'm a teacher. I'm a coach. I am here to share the journey, the good, the bad, the ugly. And there's nothing to be shameful about. There's nothing that I'm trying to hide from anybody. But this is an experience. And you need people who are around you to push you, but are also like-minded. The second year, hired again. The third year, hired again. As we go into our fourth year, I'm like, okay, as we move on, I have to say, this is what Lighthouse Learning needs. Not, these are the people that I have. Let me find a position for them. And that's been something that's very hard to do. I've actually listened to people who are multi-million billionaires who've had this trouble before as well. And they say, I love the people so much. I want to create a position for them. Instead of saying, this is what the business needs. And here is how I'm going to fulfill this role. So once I changed my mindset, I've really been able to hire the right people around that. And so I just want to share with you that that has been a process, something that I am learning to do and feel as if I'm getting so much better and stronger, but I've also had to pour into books and podcasts and mentors to help me in that area. Number four, leadership. I love leadership. I've always wanted to be a leader. I've always felt as if I was called to be in administration, although I still loved teaching. This is the perfect job for someone who really wants to do that. And also, whenever I first started out, I really didn't know how big it was going to go, our, our school was going to be. So with that being said, I knew that, you know, I was really comfortable and content teaching my first year. The second and the third year, I've become more into that administrative role, and I love it so much. I love the position that I am in because we get to create 
jobs for people because we get to grow the vision that we started off with. But with leadership comes your communication skills, comes leading through integrity and leading through really great conversations, learning how to plan, but also share those plans with others, learning how to make decisions that you've never had to make before and how to make them quickly, learning how to lead families, learning how to lead children, learning how to lead yourself, learning how to lead your family through changes, all of that. I'm like, yeah, I've been to school. I got my master's degree. I got this. Okay. Well, that goes into number five now, which is asking for help and humbling yourself, investing time and energy into saying, I know I don't have it all. I may have thought that I did, but I'm stepping into entrepreneurship now. This is a whole new territory and I need help. There's no guilt. There's no shame. If you need help for someone to clean your pool, to clean your yard, to clean your house, to chauffeur your kids around, to cook your meals, you hire that person. Why is it that whenever we step into entrepreneurship and we look at our careers as teachers, we go, no, I'm good. I'm good. I got this. So really just understanding that. And I, I've never seen myself as a prideful person. Of course, we're proud of things in our life, but to have an arrogance, you know what I mean? Like an arrogance and thinking that you don't have anything else to learn. But I think that there is a difference in having confidence in, okay, I've learned this before. I think I can try it. I think I could put myself through this challenge. Well, then there comes a time where you can think, gosh, did I think that I really knew it and I really didn't? And really being able to humble yourself. A lot of times you may know, okay, I'm wrong. For me, I'm like, okay, I'm wrong. I messed up. I screwed up. I could have done that so much better. What was I thinking? Imposter syndrome sets in. So I will say though, that I wrapped myself almost in a, in a bubble of shame for asking for help. I should be stronger than this. I should know this by now. I should, I, I should have learned this. And I would just beat myself up over things that I, that I, that I couldn't get or that I couldn't understand or that I couldn't see possible. And just humbling yourself and saying, I really don't know and I need help. I think that's been definitely an area of my life where I've had to humble myself and say, I'm going to pay that person to help me. They are skilled in that area. I'm not. I clearly know that I'm not, but I need to humble myself and put my money where my mouth is and give that to the person who's skilled in that area, who has learned and grown or been through the fire so that I can walk away feeling courageous and strong. And I totally believe that investing in yourself does take a lot of humbling. And it also takes a lot of forgiving yourself and not putting yourself through the shame, game, blame situation. I think that that is something that as teachers, we think we're confident, we know how to teach, we don't need help in any other area. And I don't think that that comes from pride. I do think that that comes from confidence. I do believe, however, that it is very humbling and it is very, very healthy for you to say, 
and for you to actually take the step in hiring the help that you need, purchasing whatever it is that you can get started with. I know we say, well, I could totally make that. I don't need to purchase that. I could totally get on Teachers Pay Teachers. I got that. Well, then you spend an hour and a half making it when you could have paid $2 for it. You see what I mean? And it's not that you're being arrogant. Maybe you, and myself as well, we try to take shortcuts. We try to figure it out on our own. And yes, everything is figure outable. But when you are trying to hit a goal or hit a deadline, or you feel stuck, or you're feeling upset, or you're feeling like you're just spiraling out of control, maybe your mental health is not where it needs to be, your spiritual health, maybe you feel like you're balancing too much, it's time to say, I can't do it all. I need help and I'm willing to invest in myself so I can get through this because the only way to get through this is to go through this, right? So with that being said, that's number five and that's asking for help and investing in yourself. Again, you can go back to episode 175, listen to that episode. And I just wanna say thank you so much for being here. I wanna say thank you so much for taking the time in your life to invest in yourself by putting this podcast in your earbuds. I would love to coach you through this journey, my friend. Let's do it. Let's make this happen. Let's take every fear, every doubt, unbelief, every single question that you have. Where should I prioritize? Where should I pour in? Everybody is different. You have a different learning path, just like our students, just like our children do. You deserve to make this happen. You deserve to make this process seamless, to make somebody beside you feel so incredibly empowered. And you have the gift and the ability to do that. I'm so proud of you for listening to this episode. I'm so grateful for you. Make sure that you're in our micro school community on Facebook, Teacher Let Your Light Shine micro school community, and snag your coaching session now before they fill up in the month of April and May. We're so grateful for you and we'll see you soon. Hey, hey, teacher friend. Thanks so much for listening to today's show. I pray it inspired you, touched you, or challenged you in some way because we are making big shifts and using our teaching gifts for God's glory like never before. I'm so grateful for you. The number one way you can support this show is to leave a written review on Apple Podcasts and also share this with another teacher. Come join me in the Virtual Teachers Lounge, known as the Teacher Let Your Light Shine Facebook group. Until next time, keep shining your teacher light. The world needs you.